All right, and we're live slash recording. So basically we're on. All right. Well, you, you know what we should do today since we've literally never done it? Is maybe we should do introductions, introductions on people. We've always just started and just like let people figure out which Easy. voice matches with what person. Yeah. I'm Jike. <laughs> I'm Girthquake. <laughs> I'm Big D. And yeah, I don't have I don't have anything. You're, you're too quiet over there. We'll call you we'll call you whispers. Yeah, you whispers. whispers. <laughs> I'm gonna forget these. <laughs> right, whispers so on the line. Talking about uh, impeachment, man. A lot of podcast time for me on this one. I've been diving in deep. You're prepared for this subject. Except for the fact that my memory is like uh, goldfish, but <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of how I am with it. I just so much is going on that it's it's so so hard to retain <clears throat> some of it. Well, people are still talking about they're like, oh, impeachment. You mean like whistleblower stuff? Like, dude, it's way past whistleblower now. It's deep, deep. I mean, what do you guys know so far? Anything? I mean, not really anything beyond the surface. I haven't had a chance to really dive too deep into it, so it's just... Yeah, same here. <laughs> All right. Well, no, so... Uh, I know Andy wants to say something. What do you got? It's not... It's There's no quick bro crow. <laughs> There's no uh, impeachment. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. No quid pro crow. Quid, quid pro quo. I can't quo. even say that. Quid. It's if no quid pro quo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know what it was until this fucking impeachment. I was like, what the fuck is that? Dude, he should totally be impeached. He's a <coughs> turd. It's not gonna it, happen though. Yeah, you I don't, don't know. think so. I think I think legit. I think, I think he's going to be. Removed. I think sure he's a turd in a lot of ways, but do, uh, I think you only can prove what you can prove. And based on what I've seen, like I read the transcript with Ukraine, which kind of started this whole whirlwind effect. I was just kind of like, I get that he did ask about it but he didn't say if you do this i will do this so it's like you're just speculating and assuming that like hey he he asked about the bidens and if they didn't answer he was going to not help them in any way it's kind of basically fashion. beating around the bush but still kind of getting yeah so it's like you can only prove what you can prove you know what i'm saying okay so let's just go with just the phone call itself do you guys think that the phone call itself is worthy of impeachment no. Me personally, no. I don't. I don't really think so. I think it's vague, at best. You know, I don't think there's like, because in order to impeach, like there has to be like decisive and clear like evidence, like of right. some sort of collusion or conspiracy. You know, I don't and even like think I don't. You don't see that at all within any of the transcripts. I think they're just trying so hard that they'll, like, I don't think that they knew exactly what was going on, but they're trying so hard to get rid of them that they they'll get whatever they can. Without even knowing exactly what's going on, because he did come out with the transcript and everything, and it kind of blew over at that point. Okay, so do you think that it's worthy of an impeachment inquiry? Not impeachment itself, because they haven't done that yet, but is it worthy of a, an impeachment inquiry? Well, what gets me with the inquiry is, like, there's no real set guidelines on an inquiry, correct? According to the Constitution or whatever, right? It's like... So the Republicans are like, hey, take it to a vote, and we'll start a formal inquiry. And we'll start the impeachment process if there is actually something. But that's not required. 
but it's not required. So, but it's been done every time ever that they've tried to impeach someone. So it's like they completely went against it. And I think why they did it is because I don't think they had the votes. And now they're trying to gather as much information as they can to sway some of those people that are yep. uncertain yep. about, hey, is this really an impeachable offense before they do take it to a vote? Yep. And that's what gets me. It's kind of like one of the problems is, is like the reason this whole impeachment process is in place is because you can't have Congress basically – I heard a really good point, and it was basically saying like Congress controlling who the president is and what he can and can't do. And in a way, Congress is meant to do those sorts of things. They're meant to have these checks and balances between the executive branch. But if you have the opposite party Congress and the – so like if we flip this around and there was a Democratic president and there was a Republican Congress, that Republican Congress could hold that president hostage constantly. And that's what I'm seeing here. It's basically exactly what's happening right now. Yeah, it's exactly – they're holding him hostage, right? Whether or not he did something – that what they need to do is take it to a vote and decide, is this something serious that we're going to pursue and do it or not? And then move on. Because what you're doing is you're you're inhibiting the president from taking care of the constant issues that are continuing to go on around the world. The impeachment is not the only issue that's going on around the world. Well, even know? if they don't, even if they don't go through with it, they still brought it to light, which, like you were saying, gives them votes, gives them people that go on their side. So when it does come to the election or whatever then I think like maybe that was their idea. It's more as like a scare tactic as as you will almost to like, Like well, if if their idea was to go through with it and it failed, then like the backup plan is like, all right, well, we still got people on our side and it still works out for them. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's interesting that you say that because I I do believe it's actually like, yes, they could do an impeachment inquiry, you know, because I, I feel like there's enough there that they could probably open the book on. But, I think it was more of like a scare tactic because Democratic parties were kind of at a loss. Mm-hmm. So, and, and most of the listeners and people that follow social media and stuff, when they get their news, mm-hmm. they just see headlines. Not a lot of people like to to kind of dive into it and get the full story or the backstory, you know. So those people that are sitting on the fence, you know, they, they'll see that headline, all oh, Trump was colluding right. with, you know, Ukraine and you see all this and they're like, oh, well, he's a terrible president now, you know, without actually getting the full scope of the story, you know, and, and just like the transcripts, you know, you said a few moments ago, like they were harping like, oh, let's receive the transcripts. Let's see it. Let's see it. And then when it actually came out and president Trump released the transcripts, Mm -hmm. yes, there's some ambiguity and some vagueness in there. And then you didn't hear about it. It's because the scare tactics now over, he basically called their bluff. And I think that's going to happen again. And even if there was an impeachment inquiry opened up, I really don't think there's going to be like hard definitive evidence that'll be enough to impeach Trump. And they probably try to hide that Trump brought the transcripts out to the open more so than them trying to actually get the the impeachment going. Like they, they made that impeachment fucking open and everyone was on board. And then he came out with the transcripts. That was kind of on the seemed like it was kind of on the low. It wasn't as popular as them actually trying to get something. And therefore, fucking people are already on the, the side of the impeachment anyways. So it doesn't really do as much. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're you're way more quiet than Big D over there. Well, what's so Check. what's so weird to me is the um, the whole process of uh, it's like 
if you look at the news, I, I'm on my Apple phone looking at the news, and I follow everybody, CNN, Fox, fucking NPR, everybody. And it's just constantly about whatever the latest and greatest is. It's like whistleblower, whistleblower, whistleblower. And I'm like, the transcript's already out. Who gives a f- what the whistleblower says? So the whistleblower basically said, hey, I think that some wrongdoing was done in this phone call. And then we have a copy of the phone call, but that's not in the main headline of the news. It's more this person that wants to come out. And I'm like, what? how does that make any sense? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like that him, Trump coming out with the transcript is just kind of going under the radar. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not coming well, out. It's like reporting. he comes out and exactly. people read selective it. Reporting. Yeah, people read it and they're like, and some people read it. It's just like the Mueller report. It's just like the Mueller report. Like, oh, we didn't find anything, but you're saying that you could if like blah blah blah. blah. And they're like, well, I'm I'm just saying we you know didn't do this or didn't do that. It's just, it was, it's ba- I'm gonna believe whatever I want to believe based on my narrative. Right, and whoever's controlling the media is. They're controlling that narrative. Right, exactly. And, that's, and yeah. I think and that's exactly what the And then the everyone Democratic who's Party looking at these, the media on your phone or the news or whatever controlling it, they're going to believe whatever. There's a bunch of people that believes whatever the, the hell's on the internet, which is completely wrong. Yeah. Okay, so what do you guys say about him holding up the uh, aid to Ukraine in the meantime? Didn't he release the aid already? Wasn't that he, the whole th- process was the fact that the e the aid was not released, and then after the phone call, the aid was released. I thought that. I don't was think it was. I don't think it was right after the phone call that it was released. <clears throat> I don't know when it was released, but it was basically if you follow the timeline, it was it was held up, kind of waiting for some results based off of the phone call, and other things off on the side. So, like, so, what I do mean, you think about that? So to say that, like, Ukraine needs this aid, and he basically had this phone call with them and then not even right after but much later he releases the aid yeah i believe so yeah okay so that just seems even less suspicious to me overall why so you're saying because he followed through with the actions the ukraine president then he released the aid so he didn't just get a verbal okay we'll do this he actually got actionable things and then he was like okay now release the I think they're still looking into why that aid was held up. They don't know exactly why, but that's part of the impeachment inquiries. Yeah. It's tied well, to this aid. That's the big thing, right? Yeah, for sure. I, I totally po- think that what President Trump did in that whole scenario was inappropriate, right, to say the least. But you can only you can only go as far as you can prove, number one. And number two, if you looked into all the shit that we do for all these other countries based on – basically quid pro quos like hey you do you behave this way and we'll do this for you if you go back in history and look at all of those events they are fucking everywhere they are in every single country because we're not just going to give somebody something because we care we do it because we we have a hidden agenda whether it's access and placement or they're going to fuck it we're going to exploit their resources or whatever if, if you think america is fucking hunky-dory and we just do things because we love people okay so wrong. what do you think those quid pro quos who do they benefit each time we do that? They, do they benefit the country or do they benefit an individual person? Yeah, I see where you're going with this. They benefit the country. Okay. Yeah. So what is, what is <clears throat> so Trump's going into so-called that point, standing, what does so it benefit? Going into that point, what? so if you look, Ukraine's president was also like a Hollywood actor, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He almost ran on the same campaign slogans as Trump did. 
I think he, they even have like drained the swamp in Ukraine because of the the corruption. So with Russia and everything. So if this guy's running on a drain the swamp thing, and then President Trump just ran on that. They're probably going to be homies. Like, holy shit! Like, you got elected. I didn't think I was going to get elected. Neither did I. Like, holy <laughs> shit! Now we're here, dude. <laughs> and then he's like, "Hey, by the way, probably what happened is he heard some shit because he's. They're probably trying to assist Ukraine in all of the issues that they have with their corruption. And I'm assuming that Biden was part of that conversation. And then he exploited it, and he shouldn't have done that." I completely agree with you 100% there. He should not have – he shouldn't have said anything because if Biden was part of the corruption in Ukraine, it would have came up in the process that they were trying to do. And it could have just been – happened, you know, naturally through the process of draining the swamp. Do you think holding up that foreign aid had any impact on national security? Because I tell you, there was a bunch of moderate Democrats – Right. They're freshmen in Congress who were opposed to impeachment all the way through the Mueller report. Found out about the aid being held up in conjunction with the phone call because of the whistleblower and them being a bunch of former like CIA officers and working in uh, military uh, background, and whatnot. They all basically came out and said, Okay, because of this as a national security issue, because you're now withholding aid base off of political shit, we're, we are now going towards impeachment inquiry because of that, because of national, national security issues. What was <laughs> Come on, join in, dude. So, what was the issue exactly with that? I'll share the mic with you. Okay, so the issue was there's like $390 million that were <clears throat> approved by Congress to go to Ukraine in to help fight against and prevent Russia from coming in, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously Russia is a major adversary of the United States. Mm-hmm. And so that money was approved, and that money was only held up by Trump. He said, nope, you're not going to get it. That's what they're looking into. Why? But so people look at it like, okay, you, we think that you held up this money for your own personal gain, not the interest of the country, but you specifically Mm -hmm. for yourself. And that's where the real issue comes in. And that's why all these moderate Democrats started freaking out being like, all right, now we 100% support the impeachment inquiry. Doesn't mean that we're going to impeach. Most likely they will, but now we just need to look into it more like what's what's the all the information surrounding this whole scenario who's saying that he's gonna be like where's the coming from that he's gonna he's holding it for himself though oh that's the thing they're looking into why that happened they still are they're doing right it just looks shady from an outside perspective but i mean when dealing with other countries and stuff as well like i mean there there could be many other processes of of the reasons why yes i mean it's surely as a timing like yes it does look like it's shady and maybe his own personal agenda but there also could be a lot of other things of reasons why maybe he was getting pushed back from ukraine maybe something wasn't up to snuff per se you know there there could be many reasons why yeah i mean he could be thinking outside the box he could i i think that this type of Scenarios that happen, which it happens probably more than once, as in helping out the countries and quick pro quo, whatever. 
he has got to think of like all possibilities on what could happen for the future for for everything not just all right well we approved it and then go like oh let's take a step back you know i think that there's more to it than just what people are saying you know what i mean pause all right uh take a little break there but all right so this just in literally okay i'm gonna read this now granted this is from cnn politics but this is coming from the top ukraine diplomat um it says the top u.s diplomat in ukraine bill taylor testified tuesday that he had been told President Donald Trump would withhold military aid to the country until it publicly deca- declared investigations will be launched that could help his reelection chances, including into former Vice President Joe Biden, according to the copy of Taylor's opening statement obtained by CNN. Hmm. Well, if that headline is true. If it is true. Well, I mean, going back, you know, even if it was... That headline right there, I think, will start the impeachment inquiry. I think people are going to now start diving a lot more into it. So, it's just like that one guy. Was it Shields, the the main Congress dude that is partnered up with Nancy Pelosi? Do you see what he uh, said about the the original impeachment shift? You see what they said about the original impeachment inquiry? He completely fabricated a statement. Did no, you hear that? I didn't see oh, it. Man, I, I'll look this up for you. Look, I have no that's, doubt. No that's doubt. The thing that is, like, headlines are skewed to say whatever they want to say. So if, if that's true, then. That's going but back that's to who's controlling we're the media, fucked. too. Like <laughs> Gra- CNN. Granted, that's coming from CNN, but yeah. at the same time, that's also them just reporting on his opening statement. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, you can't, like, yeah. really change that that much. But I, I totally understand that it's all. It's all partisan, right? Like, if the roles were reversed and a Democratic president was doing this and, you know, the Republicans in the House were in Congress were basically like, no, this is totally unethical. You can't do this. Like, we're going to do impeachment. It'd be the same shit, right? Yeah. Like, For they'd, sure, yeah. Republicans would lose their fucking mind if yeah, Trump 100%. were a Democrat. Yeah. Right? The reason why they don't want Trump to be removed is because they look at the alternatives. When you really start diving down this investigation process, you're probably going to see that Mike Pence was involved. Pompeo was involved. And it's ultimately who's third in line after Pence. It's Pelosi. Right. Ooh, scary. So that to Republicans fucking house of card shit going on right now. To Republicans. That's terrifying because she is obviously not going to do the agenda that they want to do, right? Is she third in line for real? I thought I'm pretty sure. I she's don't know third the. I'm pretty the, sure. Uh, yeah, it's triage. Whatever you fucking call that, however it goes. So, of course, they want to latch onto Trump as long as possible because the <clears> alternatives <throat> are that. And then to say that okay, now your Republican president gets impeached and he's officially gone, mm-hmm. that leaves the Republican Party in just. It's a, they're a mess, We're, right? Yeah. And the then, next election's a wash. And that basically gives probably Elizabeth Warren Ugh. the best chance to Ew. win, right? And so Ew. that's why you have all these people being like, you know, I don't give a fuck what Trump does. He closes the border. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it, they're willing to look the other way. He keeps our guns. They're willing to look the other way for... Exactly. Well, because it's it, all you know, partisan. It's, it's all based off of just what you want personally. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, let's really think about this from, like, a political standpoint, okay? Like, there's always political gain no matter who's president. And history's past. All presidents are inevitably going to look out for themselves, obviously, because... Like Trump, you know, he wants, he's, I think he's a decent president for what he's done to this country. Yes, does he do some shady shit? Is he a perfect person? No. But I think now that it's just in the limelight, now you hear about all this shit. You know, it's not behind the smoke screen or the, the curtain, so to say. So, yes, like it is shady. I mean, if I was the fucking president, yeah, I would want to do some stuff that kind of helps facilitate me being in the next four years. Is it shady? Is it unethical? To an extent. All politics is unethical to some degree behind the scenes. But if you overall look at what Trump's done for this country in the last four years, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue against it. So going back into what you're saying, like, yes, like there's bad with it. But does the bad outweigh the good that he could potentially do in the next four years if reelected and not impeached? OK, so now we I'll, I'll just bring it to this and say. What about his decision to pull troops from Syria? Hmm. I mean, this is—I mean, <clears throat> this is a tough one because, on one hand, I completely agree with most of the people that hate this decision, where they say, "Hey, we should support our allies throughout, even when kind of our agenda has been met." Because that way future allies want to work with us and they're not like, oh, we know that you guys will just ditch us whenever you've, you know, met your, you know, whatever and then leave. But on the other hand, if you look at the history of the Kurds, so I met a couple Kurdish people here and I talked to them and I asked them like, no shit, like, what's what's your guys' story? You know, like what? And they basically told me that 150 years ago, the borders were made between Syria, Turkey, yeah. Iraq. They were somewhere in the middle. There was a lot of Christian Kurdish people, so they were prosecuted constantly because they had the opposite sort of faith. And they basically weren't included after there was like some more, and don't quote me because I'm probably all fucked up, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they like draw the lines and the Kurds are right in the middle like, wait, we have a country too. And everyone's like, no, you don't. So what, knowing that the Kurds want their own country, right, similar to, like, all the Muslims in the PI, you know, and, like, Mindanao and how they think they should own Mindanao and not, like, there's another example on the opposite end. Even though these Kurdish-based people have beliefs more similar to America's, what is their overall goal? Is their goal to have their own country? Because I'm telling you right now, America's not going to push to take land from those three countries, Turkey, Syria, and Iraq, and give it to the Kurds. Basically, what America wants is just a peaceful resolution and them just to basically be where they are. But will the Kurds be happy with that end state? Because if they're not and their end state is, well, we want our own country, then at some point we have to wash our hands of it and be like, hey, dudes, we're not a part of, like, basically – this colonization and taking over this country and like putting your flag up. Like I get it. You guys have been dealing with this crap, but 
this isn't our fight, you know? I totally, I get that. I get that logic. At the same time, I think it all comes down to national security again. When you look at, okay, why do we have troops in South Korea, right, to prevent North Korea from coming down strongholding and taking over right yeah why do we we, why do we strategically place our troops all over the globe it's so we have that footprint we're kind of we're with the pulse we're seeing things we have assets all this kind of stuff and so we had it was like 50 troops in this northern syria part that was essentially the glue that was keeping every everybody at bay yeah right for sure the way that he pulled everybody out now all of a sudden you have Turkey coming in, you have uh, Bashar al-Assad coming up, and the Kurds had no other option, but now they created a deal with Bashar al-Assad, so now they're working with Syria, who is working with Russia, who is against us. And yeah. now all, all of a sudden you have Erdogan from Turkey, now there he's meeting with fucking Bashar al-Assad, or he's meeting, meeting with Putin. Yeah, it's almost the same so scenario it's like a, as when ISIS first started. So with it's Assad like a, and a Turkey. NATO ally now speaking with Russia. It was essentially like we're, that whole region, because we pulled 50 troops, is now aligning against the United States. For sure. Yeah. So when it comes to foreign policy, you're like, dude, you fucked up. And I really think that what he was doing was he, because if you've ever looked at like, I don't know. Maybe this isn't true, but the way I've ever looked at always looked at the Democratic Party is like, hey, if you pull troops out of an area and you end a war, usually the Democrats will golf clap and the, you know, just good job. Yay, like I'm so glad that we're we're done with this. And not that they're unwilling to go to war when it's necessary, just that they're usually based on the history, that's kind of how they felt. And I think that he thought I'm going to make this move and everyone's going to be happy with it, especially the Democratic Party. But what I think he didn't realize is obviously what is happening right now, you know. But yeah. on the on the same hand, like when we, whenever we pull out of somewhere, Russia's always going to pull in. Like that's just – you have the two powerhouses and everyone's trying to gain space for logistics and access and placement to move people around. That's why we control the world because we can move shit everywhere so quickly. Well, my you know? thing is, is like I, I've always asked it. You know, is the juice worth the squeeze? You know, like you were saying, like yes, there was pockets of resistance and there was some conflict there, but overall, for the most part, it was pretty stable. Like we maintained it. Like you said, we had our footprint there, so it was like a happy medium. All right, it wasn't good, wasn't bad, but yes was you know his his notions commendable like okay it's not our fight let's just go ahead and get out of here but think of like the ramifications of it like obviously now the kurds are like you know fuck us right like yeah kind of you lose a lot of faith in the united states with that and then now all of a sudden you have russia and you know all the everything that's going on now that is potentially negatively impacting the u.s so it was like sure. was that juice really worth the squeeze like or just maintain the forefront have some stability now because once the ground's lost it's really hard to get it back you know that faith and that trust like it's gone you know it's like you were saying like even other allies they're going to be like well are they going to do the same thing to us yeah and it's like the ramifications of that decision were they commendable yeah sure but 
I just, me personally, I don't think the juice was worth the squeeze. Like, I, I should, me personally, I think you should remain faithful to your allies that have been helping you fight for yeah, I agree. a fucking better part of, you know, a decade. Well, what's funny is, is like, in, when, wasn't it in the Iraqi war, the Kurds were part of the enemy. And then we started fighting ISIS, and then Kurds became our friends. And then yeah. we started you know, continuing to fight ISIS in Syria, and then the Kurds were the main forefront because they were basically already at that, like, line in the sand where they where we needed them to be, and they were already used them in other campaigns against ISIS, so continuing that. So with the Kurds, it's kind of been, like, back and forth and back and forth. But what is the long-term goal? Is, was the long-term goal to, like, keep, a, 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 like, a footprint in Syria or wherever they were, right? 50 troops in Syria, you said, forever? So that the Kurds could maintain their way of life? Or what What was well, the long-term goal? I think the long-term goal for us is just national security. It's trying to prevent another 9-11, right? And yeah, when so you have ISIS over there that was damn near completely gone, but that you have all these prison camps where all the, they're all still being held, and now there's no Kurdish fighters to be prison guards. They're all escaping and they'd love nothing more than to get the chance to attack the West. You know, so it's really the end goal for anything, us, you know, being somewhere, mm-hmm. is just to protect the homeland. That's all it is. And I think you have a volunteer force in the military that, you know, when people sign up, they're absolutely willing to go downrange and, like, fight the good fight. I don't think there's anybody over there that's like, no, send me home. You know what I mean? Like they oh, want the, yeah, the 50 troops or yeah, whatever that were there. They probably all fucking loved being over there. Like, hell yeah, yeah I'm probably. over here. I'm doing the yeah. good deed. So, you know. Yeah. Well, and then, I mean, you know, the people back home, you know, they don't probably think of it big picture like that. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, bring them home. Like, yay, you know, yeah. like we're pulling out. Like, that's what we want. We want to bring the soldiers back home and stuff. But then, like you said, like for national security purposes and stuff, like, kind of think of what we just forfeited like you said you know you have now isis you know known terrorists that were detained are now escaping they're you know released back into the population and they've probably been detained for you know a long time only building for their hatred now then you have russia and the kurds talking and you have you know to sit down with turkey and it's like it doesn't take a, a scientist to figure out like that is a potential bad situation, you know. For sure. So where do you go from here? <clears throat> what do you do? If, well, you, if if everyone, like, all of us can kind of say, like, hey, I think most people probably think this is, like, because he was coming from both parties. It's like, hey, this is kind of a mistake. Where do we go from here? I think what you're going to see is the impeachment inquiry is going to find a lot of dirt on Trump that's going to be so damaging to the point where that the Senate – will probably have no choice but to actually follow through with a full, yeah. full-blown impeachment. I, I truly like believe it because once you start looking into all the side dealings that Trump's personal lawyer Giuliani was doing on the side, not using proper channels, and just the lack of like trust that Trump has caused between the uh, security or the intelligence officials and the FBI like in our own home country, you're kind of like, bro, like you're just feeding all this conspiracy stuff that's 
completely unfounded and you're like ruining the faith in our system. You know, it's, yeah, he's it's not rogue. It's not good. When yeah. you constantly talk about deep state, I think people just want a president who is respectable, will do the right thing and is an honorable person. Like, and he's, he's none of those. He's none of those. He may have had good intentions on things, I think border security is important. He also ran on the fact that he was like, well, Mexico is going to pay for the wall. Okay, well, Mexico is not paying for the wall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I could go on and on about him. You know, I, when me and my sister, we both, like, were, we talked a lot about Trump before he got elected. And we came to the point where we couldn't vote for him. Couldn't vote for Hillary either. But... We both said afterwards, we were like, yeah, hopeful. Like, I'm hopeful that Trump's going to do a good job. I had no bias. Like, Mm -hmm. there was no part of me that looked at Trump and was like, I really want you to fail because I don't like you. No. But do I feel like he's a failed president now? 100%. And I think he needs to be removed. Uh, Yeah. We'll see where it goes. I mean, like, I think there was a lot of this same kind of talk. And almost same sort of passion during the Mueller report, and then that just kind of, like, went away. So we'll see where it goes. Um, I think that the last three and a half years, three years, have been some good years from President Trump. And in most cases, I really loved how he was throwing tariffs on China. I thought I was fucking into that. I didn't mind that either. And foreign policy, I was like, dude, Trump is good to go. And then this kind of – this move was made, and I think it was probably one of those moves where – he thought it would be the right thing, but it wasn't. I'm curious if it has something to do with the re-election. Because everything, like you said, the past three and a half years, and then just now, when we're coming up to it, that has some sort of play in it all. You know what I mean? I mean, just yeah. like the transcripts. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really think that... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that he's going to get impeached off that transcript. I think that's the same reason why they're keeping the inquiry closed doors. They're trying to find more and yeah, more ammo. and more... So that hopefully something – they're throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping something will stick. Because at the end of the day, you can only prove what you can prove. And you can't prove that that transcript was a quid pro quo unless someone specifically says – and even then, that's what he said, she said. It's like, hey, you know, he said that he's going to withhold the aid until this happens. Like, if that headline is true, then it's like, okay, there are some – you can only, you know – I think prove. it's definitely going to raise some eyebrows, and I think the inquiry will be opened to to really dive into it, you know, and maybe, you know, some, there will be some light shed on some of those, you know, backdoor dealings. But as it stands right now, even with that, like I said, to impeach a president, you got to have some pretty good concrete proof. Oh, you know? 100%. So, yeah. That's what yes, I, like you were saying, throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like, yes, there's some things that'll raise an eyebrow right now. And it's like, wow, that's fucked up. Yeah. But, like, is it enough? Or if they go ahead and move forward with the inquiry, are they actually going to? Get, if you can get impeached for getting a blowjob, you can get impeached for a quid pro quo. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just. That is true. The honest to God truth. but Well, just because you get impeached doesn't necessarily mean that you're removed from office that too and he technically yeah. got impeached for lying not for a blowjob but right 
yeah, I mean, that had nothing to do with national security back then. That was just a dude who... <laughs> he might have been distracted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Russians, he's like, hold on, mate. <laughs> I've, been li- I've been listening to the Ben Shapiro show a lot lately, too, and uh, I feel like... Because he's hardcore Republican. Yeah, you know what I mean? He'll, mm. But less and less over the course of this impeachment inquiry, he has not been able to back up the mm-hmm. things that Trump has done Yeah, as much. He's kind of yeah, like... He's- He's almost at a loss for words, like, eh. yeah, you know. And he I'm points sure. out some of the flaws in the Democrats, but at the same time, he's, well, I'm saying he's struggling. It's weird that everything has been good up to this point, and everything just fucking went downhill. I don't know if it's because of his. I mean, I'm Trump's sure it probably has some sort of ties to re-election campaigning and, yeah. and trying to promote his future as a president. I'm sure. So if he makes it through this impeachment inquiry. Well, I think the impeachment inquiry is just the investigation. Yeah, yeah. So, But if he makes it through it and they decide not to impeach him, okay, let's say they do – if you're impeached but not removed from office, can you run again? Yes. Ooh. Because you're not removed. This is getting juicy because I currently – so basically what they're trying to do is essentially they're playing – the Democrats are playing the long game. Right. It's less about removing him from office because – Unless they get a ton of more evidence, I don't think that the Republican Senate is going to turn on Trump. Maybe after the Syria thing, they might. That's what I was saying. That this is their fallback plan. This is their plan to try to get their Democratic Mm -hmm. person elected. Right. Because if President Trump can run, do you think he'll run? You know. I genuinely don't think, and people will probably bash this comment here, but I genuinely don't think that. Nancy Pelosi wanted impeachment. She was the one that was fighting against it during the Mueller report. And even after the Mueller report well, came out. Well, because I think that she didn't see what she wanted to see. She, she, so she's like, hey, I want it. I'm sure she wanted to impeach President Trump because she probably hates his guts in some form or fashion. But she looked at the writing on the wall and she's like, it's not there. We're wasting our time. Exactly. Which. But now I don't. I don't think that yeah. they think they're wasting their time anymore. Yeah. But she came out and announced it before she even had read the transcript, correct? Or But at the same time, it's just an inquiry. You know what I mean? It's yeah. essentially just saying, like, hey, we're going to look into this. It's not an actual impeachment. For sure. Yeah. Then they're yeah, making it. The headlines just are so crazy. Like, it's almost like we are getting into impeachment. But it's right. just an inquiry. And the only thing an impeachment is is just laying out the charges. That's it. They're saying we are formally going to charge the president with this, 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 and this. Yeah. And then it's up to the Senate to run a trial. Yep. And that's it. I mean, we'll, so we'll see what happens. But if I had to bet $100, I would bet that he will be not only impeached, but I think the Senate will convict. Ooh. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Man, how about that Call of Duty on the <laughs> cell phone? No shit. I felt like we talked about politics for fucking yeah. That was yeah, a, that for was a hot minute. Longest I think, politics session. I think that was a good forty one. minutes. Mikey Joe was prepared, and I ne- I should have came with some notes. <laughs> I came unprepared. There's a lot more that's not even being talked about either, but we won't go there. Yeah, I'm scratching the surface here, boys. Mm-hmm. So, with these new phones, I just want to get your guys' opinions about this playing i mean like you just got the brand new xs what the hell is it called iphone 11 pro max all right 11, <laughs> 1200 11 pro, excuse me Jesus, man. <laughs> like with these amazing phones that are coming out do you think they're gonna start to replace 
consoles. No, because the PlayStation oh. Five is no. the dev kit's already out there. I'm I don't know, man. It. I don't know because like I'm having not. more fun on my phone than I would playing PlayStation. Well, it's it's you gotta think of it like this: you have your phone with you all the time, yeah, and you can pop that thing out and play just like that. It's almost like the the Switch. You can do the same thing with that. It's mobile. Consoles at your house, you have to like sit down, turn on your TV, turn it on, and then get into it. It's mm. not as accessible. It's, and like I don't know. I feel like it's it's a habit, you know. And people, we're creatures of habit, you know. So people that love consoles, like I don't think want to give it up. Yeah, that's also yeah. True. You know, yeah, look sure. at look at how many like computer and PC gamers there still are. You like, have. Yeah. With that, you have a bunch of dudes that will take the graphics and how like it flows, and almost nowadays games look like a uh, like it's playing a fucking movie, you know? Yeah, dude. The so th- there's a freaking bunch of trailer people on the there. new Call of Duty. Yeah, I was just like, it was like playing during the NFL Sunday like a couple weeks ago. I was just like, is this a movie? It looked like Beowulf. Remember Beowulf? Dude, yeah, yeah. First time that yeah, it probably looks better than Beowulf. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I think what they should start doing is like how Call of Duty Mobile is just free, but then you have all the perks that you know the season passes and shit that you yeah. can buy microtransactions. If you want. Yeah, if they oh, did that don't get started on on microtransactions. Well, that's what it, they do in Fortnite. But it's not console. it's not bad. The microtransactions in Call of Duty Mobile are not bad. Like, you don't have to do the loot boxes or anything. Yeah. they don't even have loot. They boxes. They already do that. Like, they do that with with Fortnite, or at least they did. Right, they like you. It's free to play and download, mm-hmm. but if, then once you go did on, on, you got to buy the pass, and then you can like buy a bunch of random shit. You buy but if they did that money. on console, right? I think people would be more willing to, like, oh, you got Call of Duty, I'll download it too, right? Is, and then we'll get on. Is and play it still with the cost boys. money to play on Xbox? You still got to pay. Yeah, I think it's. Oh 60. yeah, for the the passes. And I mean, stuff. you do the same yeah. with PlayStation though. Yeah, well, I mean, PlayStation, PlayStation does free. have a free, but it has PlayStation is free to do, like, go to the store online to do other stuff online, like post your videos or whatever. To play with other people on oh. an online game, you need a PlayStation Plus membership, mm. and then that will get you. It's like the like pretty much the same thing though. Yeah, they should get to that level of like, hey, this game is free to play, because I, I think they make more money overall because you're just once you get people in there and they're like, oh, it's free, you get well, more. I mean, people it's just then, another profitable market, you know. I mean, if you yeah. look. You know, back when I was younger, you know, back in the old PlayStation days, you know, PlayStation game cost you $40. And it was the entire game. There wasn't no perks, no additions, no microtransactions. Yeah. You know, and then you get now into the days of, like, the PlayStation 2 and, you know, the Xbox and stuff. And now the games are $60. You know, move forward a couple more years, you know, now we're into the, you know the PlayStation 4, you know, and all of this shit. And you look at the games, now you have, like, the regular game. It's $60, but it's the bare minimum. And then you get your deluxe, which is, like, $90 or $100. And then you got, like, your elite, which is, like, 120 yeah. And then you get, like, all your in-game stuff. You know, so it's, like, you know, eventually, essentially, a game was $60 for the entire game. Now, a game, if you want all the stuff and everything unlocked all the cool gucci stuff it's 120 dollars. yeah so and most people were like yeah i want that because we want the cool looking guns we yeah, want the cool dude. outfits yeah, I felt you know? something with that though sure. something with that is that if you do get that and you get all the the cool equipment it will later release that same equipment that you got like uh, i don't know a couple months yeah down the road when it's been out so you basically bought it for nothing you just bought it because you're the you f- one of the first ones to yeah, use it so you could have it early. on well, top I mean, of that you, you know. have dlcs that come with it 
by the time the actual DLCs come out, you're already onto another game. Mm. Like that game is it gets boring, and then like a new game comes out before yeah. the original DLC from the one that you bought. So then you kind of just don't play it anymore. One of the most annoying things about not being like a a daily gamer on PlayStation is I play like once a month and I'm like, all right, I just want to sit down real quick and like play this game. And then you fucking turn it on and it's like update, update download update, yep. this, that. Constant and it's updates like now. estimated time, like one hour. You're like, yeah, well, there went that fucking game. Yeah, that session. was my window. I'll see you next month. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, with the phone, you're like, dude, it's just on. Like we're sitting next to each other. All right. You ready to get on? Like, yeah. And that's sure. what makes gaming fun is just playing with the boys. That's it. I will say Call of Duty coming out with this mobile is a genius idea, especially with their new game coming out. That's true. Makes genius. me want to get the new one. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I for like a long a time. So Call of Duty has been move and shoot, small maps. That's literally all it's been. And it's been like that for a while to the point where people are like, it's just the same shit. It's just the same shit. That's all they say. Yeah. And then with this new one, they're trying to implement like more of a battlefield feeling with mm-hmm. vehicles, tanks, or whatever, or bigger maps. I mean, we'll s- see how it goes. And then the last one they did uh, Battle Royale, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they, they did have a Battle Royale. Royale. Now everybody's got Battle Royale. Even yeah, that became a yeah. thing after fucking Fortnite. Even PUBG. mobile. PUBG, yeah, PUBG, was, the PUBG was the original. Was, yeah, That's what I heard. The original, yeah, the original <laughs> creators, but... Dude, so I got some uh, new phone, right? Got it this weekend. And you guys, have you guys gotten a new phone recently? Like, you know how you like have to get on the cloud and like basically back up your phone and then once yeah. you get your new phone and all this stuff. Well, anyway, so I go to uh, give this guy my phone. Like I unlock it. I'm on like my main screen, right? And then I'm like, all right, here you go. And I give it to him. And then, like, I look away for a second, and I look back, and, like, he had, like, my text messages open for some reason. The last fucking picture that I sent to my old lady was me, like, in front of the mirror with, like, a big fucking stiffy. <laughs> <laughs> he saw your and dick, I'm, like, dude? Looking down, I'm like, he saw oh, your dude. Yeah, he totally saw it, and I was like, well, let me change that. <laughs> Gave it back to him. My wife didn't even notice that it happened. I was like, well. Was it kind of awkward after that, or was it like whatever? No, dude. I mean, porn and everybody's seen dicks, right? I like mean, whatever. Just, yeah, just but nobody's seen dick. your dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. I had a similar thing going on. Same same type of scenario, but I had all the like those types of pictures in uh, a fake app. So like you can. Yeah, dude, I've seen. Those. And then you'll you'll put all your the shit in there. Folder. And so he was trying to transfer everything over, and I had like, I was, I was like, okay. And he's going through all the shit. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, let me see that. I gotta gotta do some shit. But same same shit. Yeah, That's that funny. that actually uh, kind of came back to bite me in the ass a, a lot. This is many years ago, probably five or six years ago now. But uh, I was I was dating a different girl at the time, and I had kind of forgot that I had the hidden folder and, oh, and the locked. You know, and of course, you know, back in the day, you know. It was, it was, a pick collector of sorts, you know, <laughs> reminiscent of, of, of my wilder days, you know. So I went to, to update it, and for some reason, when it backed up, it, it no longer had them hidden. They were just there. Well, come to find out, you know, I had a, the fucking Snoopy girlfriend at the time, and, and totally was like, oh, hey, I haven't seen those in a while. And, 
yeah, it was it was not a not a good time for me, <laughs> but uh, it was always worth a good laugh. So, <laughs> technology, got to be careful where it goes, you know. Yeah, I don't mess with that cloud shit though. I don't mess with it. Shit, all my stuff's on the cloud now. All our nudie photos are all on like Google Photos. Yeah, and everything. dude. At this point, I don't fuck give it. A fuck. Just <laughs> look at my dick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, who cares? That was just like the other day. We were talking about something, and I don't remember what it was, but whatever. But later on in that that day, we're sitting around, and one of the guys said that on his phone came out an advertisement of exactly what we were talking about. Oh, it's the cock ring. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what Yeah, we were it was. talking about cock rings in here. Oh, yeah. And then cock all of a sudden, rings. it was like... Two minutes later, he's yeah. like, dude, I just got an ad for a cock ring. <laughs> yeah, because they say they can listen to what yeah, you're... That's yeah, that's fucking Big Brother, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I don't know. It's it's weird, though. Well, I mean, I if you know think if they... about it, like, most people nowadays, like, their life is on their <clears> phone. <throat> you know, like you said, your pictures, you know, even now, yeah. like, it's right there, gaming. So you get bored, you fucking play You know game. what they do, though, is, like, you can, you set that shit. You can, you know, block it. Like, all the apps that you get, like Instagram, fucking Facebook. Yeah. They'll access ask you, like, hey, yeah, can I have access to this, 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 this? You say allow because you're just like, yeah, whatever. And yeah. But that right there, that's what it is, mm-hmm. you know? I only do those things it's like while using the app. So then I wonder, well, how the fuck are they listening to me? Like, at what point? And I bought, so we got an Alexa as a gift, and th- that's kind of freaking me out. Because I'm like. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Can't do it. Well, she's awesome. I thought it would be fucking stupid, but it's actually pretty cool. No, my I, Alexa's I like fucking it. stupid. I, I don't know. I like it. I she like, doesn't work very I'm well. like, I'll listen to the news. I'll be like, hey, Alexa, tell me the news or Oscar the weather. Or like, there's questions of the day, like trivia. Mm. There's a whole bunch of shit you could do. The only thing we use her for is turning the lights on and off, yeah, and she's lights. a good kitchen timer. Nice. Yeah. And, oh, grocery list. Mm. You're like, hey, Alexa, add this to the list. And she oh, just really? Fucking, yeah. And then you go to the app, and it has your whole grocery list set up. Yeah, because it's just right in the kitchen. It's so. an Amazon thing, right? Man, Amazon Alexa. I feel uh, like that's, yeah, that's so. almost just laziness right there. Like, Dude, dude it's, I can we've get tested convenient, though. I've tested that before. And straight up grocery list, like you said, you go to your Amazon app, whatever, shopping. They have they have a store. Like, if it's in your area, they'll yeah. link it. And you, you can. can say, you can tell you Alexa. Yeah, you can tell Alexa to purchase something. And they'll deliver it to you in, at your house. Yeah. Like, that's it's crazy. Sick, dude. That's, Damn, try another, that's a whole other level. I don't do that. I just look at the <laughs> app and I check it off as I'm going through the aisles. But Dude, I'm waiting for those d- drone drops. You know what I mean? Oh, Buy I saw something that actually like, about FedEx. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was something about that where they're, like, testing a drone. Like that's Some South Park shit. I can't wait till <laughs> these fucking things just start crashing into people. Goddamn and like science <laughs> and shit, you know? <laughs> like, it's going to be so People good. are shooting them out of the sky. Well, I mean, it's never going to work because, you know, you got, like, Air FAA air regulation shit, no fly zones and stuff. So that's I don't really see how well that's yeah. going to work out. Well, below four hundred. I mean, feet. automated delivery. Sure, I could totally see that in the future. But drone delivery, like that's one package a day. Like if you think about like productivity for a company like FedEx or Amazon, like imagine that drone has to go in, pick up a package, fly. I don't know within six, eight miles, whatever. Drop one off, come back. Yeah. Why not just have like an automated delivery service or i.e. like a driver, you know. Well, there's a guy that just hit somebody, right? The Amazon driver? I don't know. I think it was, I don't know if it was local or not, but I just uh, read this article. It's talking about how basically they're encouraged to be on time. So, like, if they start to fall back, 
they're like, hey, if you work overtime too, we'll pay you. So I guess they're like just working their asses off and they're like don't sleep that much. And so it's causing issues because dudes are like getting in accidents. They're driving those big vans. Like it's – there's definitely some human error when it comes to – delivery but there also be there'd also be error if we like delivered them in the drones or in any sort of fashion like that i think that you could do the whole drone thing it would just have to be super regulated which i totally think is possible i think they probably got to work on the batteries a little bit right because that would be payload like being able to pull Mm. something heavy by a drone yeah it's really tough like right now the technology's not quite there like well, you and that's like what i mean just even science. think about like product productivity you know for a company like amazon that fucking deliver thousands and thousands and thousands of packages a yeah. day like think of how that productivity is going to slow when a drone can only pick up and take one package at a time like even if it i don't know drone i don't know how fast drones are but to even drive three four miles one package at a time where your delivery guy, he lines up the whole street, and he, you know, within ten minutes he can drop packages off to an entire street, you know. So the productivity, especially for a big company like Amazon, like it's an it's a cool idea, like you know, but There's you would have of- to have like basically a damn sky van dropping off multiple packages at a time, and we are just we're just not there yet. Parachuting yeah. in, just yeah, we're we're not your there yet. That you know? ordered. <laughs> Just coming in like that <laughs> laser guided packages, you know. It's, I just don't think it's gonna happen. I mean, I think it'll happen in the future, but will it happen soon? <clears throat> they gotta, they gotta first do those semi trucks that drive themselves, right? They started doing that. Yeah, Mercedes Benz even is is starting to fuck around with, you know, basically UAV semis that are driving. Yeah, like Andrew Yang was. He's all. Yang. He's all he's about all about that shit. automated stuff. Yeah. Well, he well, wants the automated stuff to basically pay for. Kind of everybody whose jobs are going to take yeah. the automated shit. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. It's a dangerous game, though, because then once, you know, you go with all this automation, then, you know, the workforce and obviously the poverty level, because people are going to be hard-pressed to find those jobs because more and more of it's becoming automated. You know, it's you play a very dangerous game with that, too. And then, obviously, what yeah. kind of impact on society is that going to have? Well, I think that we've done it constantly – throughout history as we've invented things and like changed things like you know when they first invented the car the dude that probably delivered shit by horseback like the original guy that used to deliver mail he was probably like how am i gonna have a job or like i'm gonna have because i don't have any training and this and like so i think that it'll just happen naturally like we'll we'll transition as a society and sure some people might suffer in some ways but i think new jobs will come from it if that makes sense because we just kind of evolve yeah. with technology but that's why you got a uh, instagram influencers and that's all they do it's just post pictures and yeah that's a new job that would never yeah, exist like yeah posts, you know <laughs> i give them credit dude that's all that's some hard work it is well i mean for a dude it's like almost impossible for a dude to be a rich influencer and they constantly change the way that they're analytics i don't know if that's the proper term work yeah because people will catch on and they'll like whatever they're doing is really working and then they'll start to spread the word and then everybody will start doing it and they'll be like whoa whoa you can't cheat our system and then they'll change it up and so then they'll have to refigure out okay i'm not getting as many likes or as many this or that as i was getting before what happened it's like oh they changed their whole entire like you know 
code algorithm or whatever. Or yeah, whatever, algorithm. Shit, I'm a fucking peanut brain. I don't know. Whatever it's, they did, <laughs> it's different. All right, we're at about 55 minutes. Going to wrap this up. I got to get going. But yeah. it, was, uh, it was interesting. Yeah. Quite, a, quite a paradigm politics, shift from bro, politics, politics. To, to Call of Duty Mobile. and then That science. was one of the more Technology. serious ones we had, for sure. Next time we'll have to keep it a little bit lighter. Yeah. More yeah. cock rings and anal. <laughs> Those sorts of it's things. It's just hard right now because it's like totally overwhelming the news. It's just yeah, yeah, for sure. Impeachment. I it. like it. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Until, Bye. until next time. <laughs>